1: Hi, everybody. This is Matt Kelly from, well, depending on what show you're subscribed to, I'm either producer Matt uh, of One Hit Thunder and my favorite episode of and the Roaring Twenties and the disney Do podcasts or I am the co-host of Horror Movie Night, or I'm just that guy that Jonathan London makes fun of all the time on Geekscape. Anyway, I am very excited to talk about the newest show coming to the Geekscape Network on Monday. That's going to be tomorrow night, December the 23rd. It's a show that I am co-hosting with my good friend Dylan, and it's called Christmas 365. Uh, With a lot of the shows that we work on and produce here at Geekscape, there's always this little... Ping of pessimism that you can find in every single one of the episodes. And I wanted to create a show that was just overly optimistic and wholesome with Christmas 365. So the focus of this show is that every week Dylan and I will discuss something that we love about christmas now the first episode is just the two of us but we've already recorded a ton of episodes with a bunch of great guests that come on and tell us their favorite thing about christmas i wanted to drop the first 10 minutes of our first episode here as a free sneak peek to everybody give it a listen and if you dig it we are on every podcasting app out there so go and subscribe and check out christmas 365 uh It's been a rough year for all of us, and I just thought it was time for just a good, upbeat, optimistic podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. Holidays, everybody! This is the first episode of the newest show that I'm producing, because God knows I don't have enough, talking about Christmas, but there's only one person on this planet that I could ever have as a co-host on a show talking about Christmas, and it is my good buddy Dylan! Christmas! Christmas! Oh,
0: I cannot wait to talk about Christmas, and Santa, and cookies, and gingerbread, and, and carols, Oh, and carols. <laughs> And the smell
1: of sweet pine. Ah, I'm so excited. It's going to be a good time. And we're starting off with something a little different. So obviously, we're going to have different people on the show. Uh, Every once in a while, we'll do episodes that are just Dylan and I. But we will have guests coming on talking about their favorite Christmas specials or favorite Christmas memories. Or maybe we'll even have an interview with Santa Claus or anything that you can think of. But last year, I had my wisdom teeth pulled. And when it came time for me to finally get my wisdom teeth out, they said, when do you want to do this? And I said, I want sometime in December, because while I'm forced to lay on a couch for three to five days, I want to watch as many Christmas specials as I can. So I literally had stacks of DVDs and I was bouncing between the stuff that I owned and like the stuff that was streaming on Netflix that I had just never gotten around to. And I put on Let It Snow one night and just closed my eyes. I was like, this looks dumb. I'll just put it on. I'll close my eyes. I'll just listen to the movie until I fall asleep because I had like a little bit of a headache going on at that point. And all of a sudden, the dialogue started to pull me in. And I, I suddenly wasn't tired anymore. And I was very focused in seeing where this movie went. And all of a sudden, I'm laughing. All of a sudden, I'm searching out the songs that are in the movie so I can listen to them all the time. And then next thing I know, I watched this movie four times last year and I couldn't get anyone to talk to me about it because no one seemed to know it existed. So I knew the first episode of this podcast, since historically the first episode of podcasts are always going to be the most listened to one, that I needed to use this time to let people know about this movie. And I was so thrilled to find out that Dylan had also not seen this movie. So this is the fifth time I've watched it, the first time for Dylan. Dylan, I've been following your posts on social media about this. Let's talk about how much you loved Let It Snow.
0: I mean, so my experience with this movie is just as you described. I've never heard of this movie until you um, you had linked me to it. And my thought was, is this movie apparently came out last year, 2019, and I, w- I wasn't even sure that Netflix had even promoted it because I had, again, never heard of this movie, never seen it in my life. Honestly, you sent me the link to it. And I'm looking at the poster and I'm like, this is going to be bad. I'm like, does Matt <laughs> like this ironically or or, or how is this? gonna go because i mean uh we we you host the horror movie night podcast i'm huge into horror i work with monster mania and such so i mean you and i have some weird taste in movies and things that we would call uh good and enjoyable but i'm sitting there last night watching this and i'm just completely enthralled by it i mean from from the cast to the dialogue like I, i posted it on facebook this Cheesy teen on en- ensemble nonsense is one hundred percent. Sorry for lack of a better term, my shit.
1: Yeah, like- <laughs> no this this movie is the way that I sell it to people is that the first hour of the movie is Christmas Empire Records, and then the last thirty minutes is Christmas can hardly wait. Yes. And- they're they're two of the best 90s teen flicks. And that's like, at its heart and soul, if you remove the cast, because obviously the cast is a lot of fresh faces, if you had just shown me this movie and said that it was some forgotten 90s Christmas gem, I would have believed you because the pacing, the music, everything about it is so distinctly timeless. And that's what I... Re- like, most of the music is like 70s and 80s deep cuts. Like, it's not... Super ingrained in, yo, it's 2019. And I absolutely love this movie. This is not going to be the first time... I mean, this is the first time that I've watched it in 2020. It's certainly not going to be the last time I watch it in 2020. I will probably watch this movie four more times before the holiday is over. Because I just... I love it. I'm bummed that this every once in a while, Netflix will release a DVD of like one of their original movies. And I'm bummed at the concept that that will probably never happen with this movie because I want to digest everything. I want the commentary tracks. I want <laughs> like whatever bonus features they can give me for this movie. I want it so bad. This movie is so good.
0: I mean, never say never. I mean, it came out on Netflix last year, the 2020 season.
1: But no one fucking knows it.
0: I I know, but okay. But I went to our local Walmart and I'm looking at the DVD selection and it's it's just filled with Netflix originals and Shudder originals that I had no idea existed that look absolutely terrible. So, I mean, I'm not counting this out. For a DVD release. I've seen worse movies get a physical release. Now I will say, I can't guarantee you're going to get a a DVD or or Blu-ray chock full of extras.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and apparently this is based on a young adult novel. And I've seen the young adult novel at Walmart before. So I think this year I am going to purchase that book and also read it. Dude,
0: inject that directly into my veins. Like I want that so
1: bad. There's not a bad thing about this movie. Like having watched as many times as I have, it is if you are someone who loves teen flicks, like this is the ultimate Christmas teen flick. So I want to talk to you about your favorite moments, Uh, or at least let's start. Let's break down the different characters because we're we're following like seven to eight characters throughout the entire movie. But they're all like their own separate storylines. So, like, the
0: thing that, that caught my eye, and I was texting you while I was watching it, is this cast. It is a cast full of fresh faces, but at the same time, this is kind of the the who's who of, of teen actors and actors in their t- early 20s. Now, you have, again, I could be totally saying this wrong, but uh, Kiernan Shipka. Uh, famous for her role as Sabrina in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. You have Shamik Moore, who was in one of my favorite movies of the past decade, Dope.
1: Who else? You've got uh, Isabella Moner, who uh, played Dora in the uh, new Dora the Explorer live-action movie. It uh, yeah. was also in Instant Family. The one guy who seemingly runs the waffle shop has been in a bunch of movies recently. Um, specifically, I remember him from Blockers.
0: Is that the guy who's the one from um, Halloween? The
1: Yes, yes. Miles,
0: Miles Robbins.
1: Yeah, yeah, he popped up. I was like,
0: and he pops up like 45 minutes into the movie. And I'm like, yeah. what in the world is happening? They literally like just ran the gauntlet. And we haven't even mentioned uh, Jacob battle on ned from the new spider-man flicks
1: he crushes it in this movie and then you've got you know some of the like i won't say bigger names but the the older cast members with you know joan kuzak being the voice that kind of connects all the stories together and then i can never pronounce her name properly but uh the actress who played janet on the good place even has a brief little cameo. yes
0: yes it's
1: a perfect cast honestly It's a really good cast. So let's break down uh, the different characters. So one of the main stories, the story that I'm, I won't say it's the one I'm most invested in, but it's the one that hits the closest to home for me, is the story of Tobin and Angie, also known as Duke, which is your classic bread and butter teen flick story of male, female, best friends, hang out all the time. The guy is in love, but is afraid to say something because it'll break up the friendship. And the Duke is clearly also having those feelings. But since nothing's being said, they're not thinking anything of it. This one, what I love about this segment is that it introduces the character of JP. So Duke starts dating this guy, JP. And in every movie we've ever seen like this, JP ends up being a secret douchebag. And this movie doesn't do that jp's
0: like the, one of the best people in this entire movie he's
1: so nice one of my favorite lines is they're in a car like a, a chase like a car chase and they keep saying like they keep calling the car a bitch and all of a sudden he's in the back seat and he goes i know you're talking about a car but uh i'm also a feminist <laughs> it killed me it killed me oh
0: my god so good oh whoa.